Hello and welcome to the Bullock Hilltop podcast. I'm here with everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, God. Shambles. Delayed reaction. I did that on purpose because <laughs> I knew no one would say celebration. <laughs> we are here to say a heartfelt thank you, dear readers, mm. because due to your support, we came third Bruh. in the EFL vote hey. for the actual play podcast of 2022. Uh, so thank you. We are amazed <laughs> and baffled. <laughs> As always, you can find us on social media at Billowing Hilltop on Instagram and Mastodon. And you can find us on Facebook and at Billowing Hilltoe on Twitter, where we are most active, I would say. And of course, you can always email us at hello at billowinghilltop.com. And we will stuff your email into Paul's capacious sack for later retrieval. Rate us and review us. If you like us enough to vote for us, then why don't you rate or review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever? That would be brilliant. That's it. No other news or information. A final thank you from the brigade. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And let us push on with episode 126 of the Billowing Hills podcast. I'll feel a whole lot better. Good evening, everybody. Evening. Hello, everyone. I'm here with the golden, glowing, leonine form of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the porcine figure of Lucas with <laughs> his strange failed leg extension surgery makes him look like some sort of weird lollipop just a <laughs> pair of unblinking eyes peer at me from out of a pool of shadow that's Graham and easing himself into his specially adapted high chair ah. it's the corpulent form of Johnny did we manage yeah. to get how's the power back into Paul's pod no we did not uh, insert the diodes. We did not just put him into some cryogenic state. I think that's probably a bit expensive. Let's just stick him in the <laughs> fridge. Same thing. Where were we? Should we do a little recap? Yes. Because it was a bit odd last week. Basically, you're back. Well, you don't know quite what's what happening to you now, but you're back in the ziggurat. That's not going to be the name of the episode. Isn't it? Our first episode. <laughs> Could be. Too much too young. Hey, Sad. Yeah. It's a very mm. sad thing, uh, Terry Hall. Mm. Um, cheers, Terry, wherever you may be. Enjoy yourself. It's later than you think, that's what <laughs> I would say. The decision was made last week. I can't, I can't unpick Christmas. It's so confusing. But I think the decision was made last week to leave. You went back to Marcus. You told Marcus what you'd learned. He seemed, uh, I don't know, a bit nonplussed. But I think you felt that you rather got your thoughts in order a little bit about prophecies and visions a little bit. Mm-hmm. The only light I think that Marcus was able to shed on anything that you told him was that this spellweaver, this Macar figure, clearly knew of the prophecies that were meant to be fulfilled before the Age of Worms would dawn, mm. and had been asking you questions about whether or not the events thus outlined in the prophecies had transpired. But you were so confused and completely bamboozled by the plot, you were unable to answer Macar's questions. <laughs> Simply because you didn't know the answers to any of them, even though your characters may well have done. It wasn't necessarily that we didn't know the answers. It's, yeah, it's that I we didn't was... want to answer. We didn't want to tell him what the situation is. Mm, yeah. mm. the... Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll listen, can, listen know, back. Mm, but like, yes, no. Yes. It was, that was the plan all along. That was he the plan says... all along. Was to, <laughs> was, no, no, was to give an impression of total confusion. Yeah, exactly. In order to throw exactly. the interdimensional undead space greebly off the centre. Yeah. We're not honouring the specials God. with our blanket So many levels for this. I, I just know, feel like we're, we're just a step ahead every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Smart no, I know, look. I know, I know. Well, I didn't need to give the impression because I just don't have a clue what's going on yet. <laughs> uh, well, we'll tell you about that in a bit, Lucas. <laughs> Lucas was around for a bit of last week, but he turned up late because of um, secret North Pole-related duties or yes. something. The other thing that Marcus told you, or rather that Eligos told you, was that they've been researching the Ebon Triad, Chios, and all of that lot while you've been here, and they learnt of a potential new lead. At some point, you may be heading north to the city of Froschtanger, where it's possible the Ebon Triad movement was originally founded. At the end of last week, you returned to the ziggurat, you headed back down to the lower levels, and the lair of the Naga, the junk shop lair of the Naga, where there is a vortex that we have established, Buggy has established, leads to the shadow world. And you decided to take the plunge. All of you jumped into the vortex. You emerge in the shadow Zoink. version of the lower levels of the cigarette. Let me put you on a map. Ooh. You emerge one by one. 
in an analogue of the chamber that you left. But all is monochrome. Scattered around the floor are crisp, dead autumn leaves. The vortex is there. It's not in encased in any kind of mechanism or framework like the one in the real world. There's a door to the north that is open. It's a standard dungeon door and there's a corridor leading that is analogous to the corridor that you've just come into this chamber through except that the corridor is ribbed with like tree roots it is much more organic it's much less constructed what do you want to do i will proceed forward northwards through the door out of the room into the corridor. how are you seeing eyes <laughs> using your eyes you can't see anything it's completely dark I've uh, got dark the flame tongue. The flame tongue sheds a monochrome grey flickering light around you. You find yourself heading towards the shadow version to your north of the chamber with the decomposed beeb dobies in it. And if you were to turn right now, you go back into the corridor that you originally assembled in. Right. Is there anything the that... different from when I was here on the shadow world? Before? No, you can hear the gentle lapping of water at the end of that little spur corridor okay. that leads, you know, off to the Well, I'll the lake. proceed further north into the chamber with the bodies. Yeah, it, okay. If they're on the normal plane. And yeah, look there aren't any bodies, it's just completely plain. All the way through the other rooms, all the way down to that double doors that leads into the room with the fountain. How much light does your... Um, 40 foot radius, shed? bright light, dim light for another 40. You can see into the beginning of the lobby the room that sits directly north of the Lake of Worms, and you can see through the room that would have the preserved dead bodies in it. It's also empty. Again, it's different in nature. It's not block construction. It's a hollowed-out earthen construction, ribbed with tree roots that follows the exact pattern or room floor plan of the real version. As you start moving around, I see that Anasandra is joining you. You start to pick up loud noises, but a long way away screams and kind of unearthly wails that that are wafted to you on the shadow breezes from which wails from difficult to say seems to be coming from everywhere and nowhere at once but i must stress from a distance from a distance someone being tortured someone upset well your experience of the shadow realm has been that everywhere you go in the realm of the great woodsman these kind Always of unearthly yeah these unearthly cries and screams and stuff seem to sort of reach you on the weird okay, shadow I will air proceed currents. eastwards into the chamber which had the... Preserved uh, bodies. Preserved bodies in on the other plane. Anything? Nothing. Into the next chamber that overlooks the Sea of Worms, which I'm guessing is now just the empty lake. I mean, it, uh, it's a lake of water. Lake of black, oily... Let's call it liquid. Let's not go too specific. Oh, it's not water. We don't know. Do you want to try and uh, uh, I'll drink proceed some? Investigate to the south, nice to the edge glug. of the lake. Okay, you can hear this water lapping gently. It's. Have you ever seen that thing? I don't know who did it. It's like a YBA, a young British artist. It was an exhibit in the Saatchi Gallery. The black. Thing the where black you the tank walk, yeah with the oil yes it's a little bit like that so there's a faintest sense of a lapping of liquid at your feet by graft but it's mostly still and you can feel the cold coming off it otherwise all is quiet apart of course from the unsettling horrible screams let's uh, give <laughs> sessions parker burple alessandra an opportunity to do stuff what do you want to do I want to search. Effectively, you want to search everywhere. Okay, so you're yeah, going to start I'll, a I'll help. pattern of searching around. Yeah. It's earthen. Yeah. Do we not want, maybe want to go and earthen. search where the weird pictures are on the other world? Well, that involves crossing the weird oily lake, so I was going to search does, this yeah. bit first. First, okay. I'll join okay, the well, searchy bit. So while Buggy stands regarding the lake, Burple and Parker, Sandy as well? Sandy. And sessions start searching their way around these chambers. The walls are hard-packed earth, occasionally embedded blocks of stone, all supported by a ribbing structure of tree roots. Buttresses. Like the supports in a mine working. Yeah, like mm. buttresses, exactly. Yeah. 
except it seems to be very organic. Your feet crackle through dead leaves, picked I'm up and still. Uh, picked up and moved by strange, mysterious breezes. But you don't find anything of interest. Okay. You feel like you're in a sort of barren space. Yeah, keep going. Next room. Okay, working your way through the next chamber. Meanwhile, if you do that yeah. for a few minutes, Buggy, what do you want to do? I'm not sure. Um. It's about 10, 15 feet to that first island of stone out in the lake, should you fancy, you know, playing a bit of total wipeout. Mm. Uh, can I look into the water? Is it clear or is it just inky? Black? No, it's like a black oily. You can just see lit by the hissing monochrome flame of your greatsword. You see your own grizzled, weird face looking back at you. I'll stick the end of my sword into the lake. Ooh, interesting. Okay, the first thing that happens is there's a sort of <laughs> what looks like a maybe microns thick slick of some kind of oily material is lit by the tip of your sword it spreads out a grey wave of flame runs across the surface of the lake that's the first thing that happens you can also see the tip of your sword under the surface of the lake and it seems less opaque now like you've burnt off a more opaque oily layer it's just black water and it's properly dark so all you can really see is the tip of your sword that's weird Mm, well, that's it for me. Howls and wails still reach you from distances unfathomable and unknown. So we can't actually identify where they're coming from. Direction, I mean. Buggy, you can hear them coming from behind you, but you can also hear them coming from where you know the aperture would be to lead to the upper level. Is there an opening? Yeah, there's an opening, yeah. Oh, there is an if opening If you hold your sword up. high above your head, you can see a, an analogue of the opening in the real world. Hmm. Well, so more searching? Yeah, more searching. So, I mean, we'll just, just... Catch up with Buggy. Yeah, want to search that whole that whole bit before we cross the lake. Okay. I yeah. mean, you can also search... Buggy has run around this, and so that some of this stuff Buggy can impart to you. Mm. There's a sense of unease where the fountain is in the real world, in the shadow version of the fountain room. A sense of unease that is not present fountain in the real room. Fountain room is room. the one on the right, top right. right. Yeah, that's right. The north... Eastern uh, corner I'll go and of the complex. That room with the fountain. Well, there's nothing there. I mean, it's empty. But if you stand near where that fountain is, the hairs on the back of your neck yeah. go up, and you get a distinct sense of unsettling, unease, evil, yes. malignity. All right, I'm going, I'm going to do a see invisibility. Okay, that lets you see invisible things and things on the ethereal plane. Yeah. Where are you going to go with this spell? But well, it lasts everywhere? like an hour, so. Nothing is revealed to you immediately. No, that's fine. And it's not concentration, this spell. It's not concentration, but it lasts an hour. Nice. What a lovely spell. Okay, I'm going to say that you searched all of the peripheral rooms around okay. the lake, okay. apart from the south-eastern corner, where in the real world you encountered those three knights of Chios. Okay. And the southern passage, the one that heads directly south, that in the real world headed towards that weird room with the strange furniture and the strange okay. tapestries and the portraits and all of that. Mm. Well, I think it's time to venture beyond where we currently are. Mm -hmm. Am I making these decisions then, guys? No, no. no yeah, we can... At the moment. I think we should have a look in the room with the paintings because... Why don't we yeah, I think we should check them all out. Been. I think we should check them all out. So let's what? let's go and look at the room with the paintings. How are we doing that? Well, I'm just exactly. pondering whether to use my fly. I think I might cast my fly. Alessandra is already flying, isn't she? As is Sessions. If we can do it in short hops, why don't we just hop down the eastern wall where the little land bits are flying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can just shuttle backwards and forwards. On that little apron of land in the southern part of the lake. Yeah. Let me just reveal what you can see. The corridor extends south just like it does in the real world, about 25 feet. But where, as in the real world, it opens is it out. real world? It's all made up and imaginary. As <laughs> I understand it, this entire thing is made up, but I don't know. It's, it's philosophy for you. Where the real world has got a huge, heavy prime stone material. double doors, the prime material plane has got huge, heavy stone double doors. Instead, you're looking at a couple of slightly double doors, but they're sort of ramshackle, wooden, quite kind of DIY dungeon doors. Mm -hmm. Closed, but not anywhere near as imposing as their prime material counterparts. 
Okay. Alessandra will move up. Search Alessandra will search the door. Them. Is somebody going to roll an investigation check? Graham is because he's got the character sheet. Or a perception check or something. Well, she doesn't find anything. I mean, she doesn't find anything interesting. The doors have got a, not a Tony latch handle, like a wooden lift latch. Yes, that's crudely fashioned. Wooden lift latch? Yeah, like in an old cottage. Like a wooden hinged bar that oh, pops I th- up I was th- out of a... Sorry, I thought you meant a lift as in an elevator. No, no, no. Right, sorry. Famous wooden elevators. Well, uh, that's anyway, why I was confused. Yeah, I think well. you should pick your terminology a bit better next time. Well, uh, there won't be a next time. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Sandy... There won't uh, be any more doors. That's it for the, no, the, the last, the last door. door. Yeah. <laughs> Make that mistake again. Sandy, there you go. You've got a lifty wooden latchy thing. Should we open the door? Yeah. No, bug, Sandy bug clicks the latch open. Well, who? Well, who? What? Bugraft is, uh, is um, opening the you're door. You're going to put your minis at the right point on um, the map? Well, uh, Alessandra Who knows is what might happen when you open this door? Something awful might happen, and I want to make sure that people are standing where they're standing. Right. Everybody well, perfectly it's Alessandra's happy. Alessandra's job, you know, just to make sure. Is everybody perfectly happy that they're standing where they're standing as Alessandra flips the latch on the door? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I'm 10 feet away <laughs> yes, away they the all say as their minis steadily back away <laughs> from the door. Okay, literally the word yes came out from Johnny as Bugraff was moving. I noticed <laughs> the door swings away from her. She wants to open it. Yes, does she quietly? Can you give me a stealth roll. Pretty good on this. And she 20. can take ten, can't she? She can. Automate. She can take ten, so that's going to be good. Okay, well, she, she gets quiet. twenty with a seven, anyhow. Bloody hell. So she gets advantage, I think. And then a giant stone block falls out of the ceiling, crushes her into nothing. <laughs> right, let's move on. That <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, well. <laughs> well, it's time she was gone, basically. He's been trying to get her off thing. for a while. What I think is extraordinary, I mean, without him being active, as it were, is this whole concept of the, what's it called? Uncanny dodge? Is that what it is? Yeah. The mm. thing that he's been missing, literally, yes, yes, all the, the time. Key, he's been <laughs> running power. the character. The chamber is analogous to the chamber in the prime material plane except again it is rough hewn there are no features there's no contents there's no nothing but there is a sound there is a sloshing splashing sound from behind you all and let us roll for initiative Uh, so all those people lurking at the back yeah serves you right oh I get a number there oh my god yeah (laughs) nice big number what was that? Purple gets? 12. Parker gets? 15. 12 plus 3. Sessions gets an 18. Sessions gets 18. Alessandra gets a 25. The bug gets 14. On 25, there was a sort of splashing sound behind her to the north from the pool. It's Sandy. Are we rolling? Maybe. Should we, we roll to see who's doing yes, Sandy? That's uh, indelicately put. Should we roll to see who is running Sandy's character? Mm-hmm. No, Paul's character. Anyway, Sandy, the character. Well. This is going well. I'm running around the table from my left to my right, starting with Lucas. Oh, oh the, the jet, jet plane. plane. Everybody, Everybody knows his name. Johnny. Okay. Well, this Sandy. Uh, this thing. Can I see anything coming out of the water? Sandy's got dark vision. You might get the sense of a disturbance in the surface of the... Okay, I'm going to be nice. You can see it's a disturbance in the surface of the water. I'm not sure about angles. You're slightly elevated and there's a little tip point within, on the edge of the thing. Is it in five foot of purple? No, it's out in the lake a little bit. There's a couple of it's little... the tentacle um, monster. It's that there's a couple of little Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, yeah. Rocky islands in the lake about... 15 to 20 feet out from the little shelf of rock that you're yeah. all been sort of either flying over or standing on. And it's out there that there's a little disturbance at the surface of the water. What do you want to do? I will uh, ready a bow action. A bow action? And if something emerges... You're going to let fly an arrow Legolas style. Yeah, out of the lake, onto the foreshore that we are on. I'll oh, the foreshore. <laughs> okay. For, for sure. sure. For, for sure, sure, man. For sure. Well, something does. On 20. On 20. Tentacles emerge from the lake and grab at all of us. Or is it just me? It's meant to be just it's me. It's three tentacles. Tentacle uh, is going for Pucker. 
A tentacle uh, lashes out from the lake. It's a weird thing. It looks like it's a cross between a creeper or a tree branch and an octopus's tentacle. Mm. It's covered in a slick, oily, silty deposit, and it is dotted with weird plant-like but also octopoid suckers. Doesn't sound good, does it? Can I use my readied action? Yes, you can. Do your thing. Okay, so... Mrs. Parker. Yes. Graham, what's the bonus? I haven't got the... Oh, Alessandra. 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 The attacker is a plus nine. Nine points of plus. (laughs) Oh! Oh! Okay. Plus nine, that's 28. Is that a hit? Yes, that hits the tentacle. Tell me about what you've done to it. Right, so it's a basic 1d8 plus 5 plus 76 sneak attack, I guess, because it's within 5 foot Parker. That is a... 8. And 76. And 76. And 30 points of sneak attack damage. 38 points of damage. Your arrow, (sighs) Alessandro, slices through the tendril, splitting it in two, and it recoils like a hand off a hot plate. Hmm. slips back into the water. You feel like you've destroyed that tentacle. Tentacle duh, goes for the lithe and golden form of Burple. Hitting armor class. No! Ooh, does that end the round? Yes. You're going to gamble. You're going to gamble. Is it going to gamble? <laughs> Let me just <laughs> uh, dive down briefly. Have a talk to it. <laughs> it is going to not Die. gamble. It doesn't understand the concept of gamble. We will move on to sessions on 18. There's a tentacle that was in the process of emergement sessions. The two tentacles seem to get mixed up with each other, (laughs) and as a result, you were spared. Excellent. How high up are you flying? Well, uh, how high can I try to bop the tentacle? I would say, well, the arc of the the ceiling, the high point of the ceiling is 60 foot. Where you are, therefore, let's eyeball it and say that you can fly up to about Somewhere between 10 and 15 feet. Okay. I think I am going to... Um, uh, <laughs> crazy frog. Okay, so I'm going to use the disengage action in case it has an attacks of opportunity. And then I'm going to fly myself really, really, really quickly around to where Buggy is. Next to Buggy in the corridor. Yep. Wow, well, actually I'm going to get down to where... Um, Alessandra is. Alessandra is right down at the doors to the chamber to the south. So as far away from this thing as you can well, basically Danger's yeah. up there, and I think that, yeah. that I'm, you know, it's much more important to keep the healing resource safe. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The more halting <laughs> the way that you um, justify your actions, the less convincing it becomes. Parker, <laughs> if it is the real Parker, on 50. So the tentacles that fumbled. Yes. Are they still out, out yes. on the land? They are there. Can I attack them? They've not been withdrawn. No, they're out, ready to, you know. Right. So, first of all, with the flame tongue. I think you can stand at the edge of the shelf of rock and attack the one that was just about to try and grab purple. Hitting armor class 12. Is a... Ooh. It's a miss. Okay. And then... Hello, miss. Hello, miss. Oh, God. Armor class 11 is also a miss. And miss. um... And, um, <laughs> armor class 13 it's a miss it's also a miss it's a miss it's a hello miss and then finally <laughs> we're going to do that every time armor class no it's another miss it's just not even worth it's mentioning it's a miss <laughs> it's a miss okay well that's Parker brilliant uh, <laughs> what a great go. round what a brilliant round on 14. It's yeah, what gets me the most. <laughs> cool buggy. Is it's like, oh, no. I should, I mean, what I actually literally like, should uh, be getting uh, bad rolls out of the way. It's just like, yeah, oh, you should. It's yeah, fucking you should. Patented technique. It's patented. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? What's the patent number? <laughs> uh, 35697. Johnny, let me it's, invite in, you. it's in progress. It has officially signed off. Those are the first five dice rolls that you made when you were uh, developing. Just allow me to take shares in the casino before you arrive. But don't worry, you have uh, permission to use it. Oh, thank God. Even though it's... Uh, Last, I'm going to get a decent night's anyway. sleep. Your system. 
I was worried there for a sec. <laughs> in Monte Carlo. Yeah. That extends to the readership, by the way. <laughs> oh, um, well, there that's we go. so right, generous. My go. Can I? Possible? I can have my go now. You know. <laughs> I right. So I uh, did ask you what you were doing. I'm going to do. A poop. This is what you Nobody did. No, princes of the apocalypse. The control water spell. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Mm-hmm. What do you think, folks? I can do part water. No, I would do the whole thing. big trench, so you'd be able oh. to see the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I can do a whirlpool. No, the trench is what you reckon? Um, How big a trench sounds interesting. The trench, uh, of course, water in the area to move apart. Trench extends across the spell's area, which is $300. Quite big, dollars. Uh, no, that's the range, sorry. <laughs> spell's area. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. It's a cube up to 100 feet on a side. Whoa. It's big. Remember, we really old uh, dragon turtle with it. A separated wall forms a wall to either side. Trench remains until the spell ends, or you choose a different effect. Or I can do a whirlpool, where it has to make a strength athletics check against spell DC, or start taking bludgeoning damage and sort of uh, get stuck in the vortex. Right. Any thoughts, anybody? Um, no. Revealing it probably is the. Yes, revealing, I think it. revealing it is. The yeah, if okay, it's water, I, do, I can change oh. each round what I do. So let's try the part water. Show me where you want to part your water. Okay, it's a cube up to a hundred feet on a side. So so that's basically the whole lake. Whole lake. I can reveal the creature that is um, hiding within. Is a, it is a cube? Fall. It's it would dead. fall, right? It's dead. Yeah. It's just uh, dead. Uh, yes, I suppose. It would fall if it was floating 30 mm. feet off the lake bed and you removed all the water beneath it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, for now, you can see this thing. Oh, there shit. There you go. Move it. Torrid. It looks like it's part cephalopod, part plant. It's like a weird cross between an ent and a kraken. It's absolutely <laughs> huge. And gargantuan. And I'm going like... to say it falls. The lake is... Oh, I need to check this. How deep, how deep is your lake? It's a great spell. How deep is your lake? I really need your lake. Because I'm living in a world of pool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, very good. Shut up now. The lake is only about 40 feet deep, so I'm saying it's about 10 feet from the thing. Let's give it a 20-foot drop. Yes? Yes. 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 Yes, Mike. It takes a bit yes. of damage. Would you take D6 per 10 feet? Yes. 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 It takes a bit of damage. Oh, okay. It's quite a lot of damage. Annoyingly. Then uh, it goes, <laughs> it looks really fucked off. It's just like, <laughs> and really gangly, obviously not built for, you know. I see. So it just don't miss, don't miss down with a buggy. Don't mess with a buggy. And then I'm going to move back. Hold your horses. Slow down, champ. Slow down, little fella. The entire pool is emptied. It slumps down into a sort of black, oily, silty lake bed that you have revealed. Like a kind of slime. Can Parker and Purple give me a perception check? It's full of shopping trolleys. Purple gets a 12. Yeah. Uh, Parker gets a 21. 21, Parker. You notice something. You notice that out in the area of lake in between the sort of central island and the apron of rock that would then lead you back north to the other rooms, Mm. you perceive a dullish glow coming from the silty lake bed, like a point of light that's obscured by the slime. It's another shard. Don't know. I mean, it's a monochrome world. And the rest of my go, I am moving back. Yeah, it's how, I, how far down, Mike? It's in the lake bed. It's about 40 feet. Right. 40 feet below you. There's a sort of five to six foot drop off on the edge of this little shelf of rock right before you would reach the surface of the water. Mm. So, you know, let's not get Buggy's too into moving it, but, back yeah. into the room that had the paintings in. Yes, or the shadow version of it. Purple on yeah. 12. Does this look like a legendary creature? You've never heard of anything like it before. Give me an... Uh, oh, I don't know about monster lore checks. I don't know. There used to be a system, right? Yeah. Different skills 
identified qualities about different types of creature, but yeah. I don't know that there is anything. Give me an arcana check. This is not going to be particularly useful, but it, you know, it's information. Eleven. Okay, it's not going to be at all useful. No. You've no idea what this thing is. I'm just wondering if an Otilix irresistible dance might be quite funny on a creature that size. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, With lots of tentacles. Lots of tentacles. It's lying there in, in an. It's already <laughs> lying there in an undignified mess, right? <laughs> lying in this slime, in this sudden void in its little home. I'm guessing it's not very wise. I'm guessing it's not going to have a very good wisdom. I was kind of thinking the same. And it's a wisdom save. Mm. Mm. It's just capers for a round. And what are we going to do then? It doesn't caper for a round. It's it's up to a minute. It's a concentration spell. It gets a save every round. Oh, I see. So we can keep firing stuff at it for a, for a. It's an action. It takes an action for it to save, to gain control of itself. Oh yeah. And while it's dancing, everybody has an advantage on attack rolls against it. Is that going to stop you doing a massive damage spell? I, I could do a dissonant whispers. I could do an eight d six dissonant whispers. I think that I might could be do confusion. Good. Confusion might be interesting. Do that at fourth level. I don't do much damage at range. Uh, Alessandra probably not going to because nobody's in five foot uh, so that leaves you in sessions I don't know about Parker's range stuff to do <laughs> the damage I could do confusion though that just buys time doesn't it it's still well, a two to, to six damage. it loses its round but is it I mean to some extent do we just not want to delay it for a couple of rounds so we can grab whatever's in the silt and then run away mm-hmm. is that what this is about just getting another diamond or is who it who knows but if it's one Isn't of these things that explodes, it? it'd be very useful against the six-armed yeah. guy. Yeah. If it's another one of those crystal shards. The other thing I'm thinking is I've got Mage Hand, but it's 30 feet. That's why I was asking how far down it was. Yeah. Mage Hand is Well, 30. maybe someone could swoop down and pick it up while you do the irresistible dance. I wonder if it can see invisible. Hmm. Well... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm it is the heat of the moment. Tempted to dimension door over to the other side. I'm tempted to do confusion on it. Okay, let's try. Let's try confusion. What's the deal? Uh, the wisdom, save? wisdom save DC 15. That is going to be a challenge for it, I think. But we'll see what we get. Rolling the blue dice of saves, getting oh, not enough by any means. Getting a five. Okay. What happens now? Well, it. Rolls a d10 at the start of each of his rounds. Okay. So this, are you going to move? Going to do anything else? Yes, I'm going to move. I'm going to go and zip round the corner into the room at the bottom there. So Sessions and Sandy are standing in the doorway to this room to the south. Buggy and Burple are tucked round in the corners of this room to the south, leaving Parker by himself on the edge of the pool, looking down on this behemoth thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Is there a path between me and the jewel doesn't have this thing in it no, no. Uh, okay. you could run all the way round yeah let's pick it up with sandy on 25 shall i roll the dice or are we still going to leave it with johnny roll the dice okay getting a two it is graham what do you think sandy should be doing in this turn well i shoot she it. can't see it shoot right it. she can't, she can't see, see it, it. Uh, okay so she's at ground level it must be 20 to 30 feet below you over the edge of the cliff as it were now how long does it take for this water to flow back in, Johnny? Well, I, concentration. Uh, I keep concentrating it, which I can do for 10 minutes. It's oh, so uh, fine, yeah. So it's at the base of this thing. Why don't you fly down and pick up the thing, if it's confused? Oh, uh, could do. Not bad idea. Because she does well, a, uh, I mean, it depends what it rolls on, the confusion roll. Mm. What happens now, though? Well, let's figure out how fast she can fly. Okay, fine. No, I've had the answer to my question. So oh, she has a 60 well. foot fly speed. It can't take reactions. Oh, there you go. So, oh, it can't she get a withdrawer action as well? It's a thief, a rogue. Rogue, she take a cunning action, which she could therefore take effectively three actions as long as one of them is the dash, isn't it? Dash. Yeah, dash, disengage, or hide, I think. What do you want to do? Okay, so what she could potentially do is swoop down and pick up the gem, pick it up and fly back. The question is, are we intending to stay down in this room to the south, or given that we have the gem, do we not want to just basically try and get back into the vortex? Maybe. We don't actually know what it is until we pick it up. 
Yeah. So she has to fly down. It's a move and a half to get to it, Mike. Yes. She's halfway through her second move. As she flies over the lake, can you give me a perception check? Right. At advantage. Uh, it's 25. That's all, that's all, I, needed, all I needed to see. It was not 28. a catastrophic fail. So as she flies over the lake, Parker's been shouting out, there's something there, there's something in the... I mean, I'm doing the role play for a bit, you. Mm. Right yeah. a bit, down, yeah. down. It's clear to her, as soon as she's flying over it, she descends halfway through her second dash action. Yeah. Well, it's she not quite halfway to the beginning of her second dash action. Okay, she scoops this thing out of the silt. Yeah, what does this she... This giant behemoth is just motionless, rooted to the spot. Yep. It is indeed a jagged crystal of some sort. I mean, it's glowing greyly. It's not glowing green, but then there is no colour here. Okay. She can scoop it out of the silt. Then what? Well, if she's true to form, she would immediately smash it again. <laughs> yeah, she would. <laughs> she, I mean, that she'd drop it because that's what yeah. she does. But <laughs> this time, yes, more than any she, other time, she decides not to do that. Yeah. And are we trying to regroup where we are, or no? This is next in the conversation to be having from the base of the lake. She shouts back, "Now what?" <laughs> really quickly, <laughs> she comes. Make a decision. She comes back. She flies back. She gets to the rest of you. Yeah, she's she gets got the crystal. She flies back into the passageway, but doesn't, because of the distance, she's a little bit further forward than when she started. Yeah, got it, got it. So we don't know whether or not she's within tentacle range, but that may not be relevant. Yeah. But it is now it. It has got to make a dice roll. Have I got this correct? This spell salts and twists creatures' minds, spawning delusions and provoking uncontrolled action. Any affected target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its turns to determine its behaviour for that turn. Okay, I'm going to roll a d10. Okay. Doesn't do anything this turn. And then it makes a saving throw. Yep. Getting, well, a number. On 18, it's sessions. So what do we want to do? Are we now trying to get out? Do we want to vanquish this beastie? I think we want to... I don't know. Do we want to... There must be more to this bit than just getting a shard. Well, it would be no? quite difficult to get with a lake full of water, wouldn't it? There is a hole in the ceiling, yeah? Yeah, I could go. Yes, there is, yep. Should we go and take a peek upstairs? Then we have to get past it again. But but if it's failed, it's got no reaction, so... I mean, the other thing I was thinking we could try on Sessions Go is polymorph. <laughs> Isn't it a bit big <laughs> for that? I don't think there's any size limit. Is there not? don't think so. So we could at least remove its tentacle effect. If you can get it into a receptacle, we could get it into one of those rooms to the to the east. A new octobomb. Yeah. I mean, I, a creature that you can see within range. That's all it says. Yeah. Why What's not? the duration? It's concentration, is it? Up to an hour. You could release it into the jungle when it can fight the beholder. <laughs> I mean, or we could just ignore it. <laughs> Throw I mean, it at the beholder. We could take it back and throw it into the worm pit. No, actually, we don't really want it wormed, a wormed one of these, do we? No, it sounds like a terrible idea. I was thinking yeah. maybe just... I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the worst idea. Release it in Martha's laboratory. Is actually value in taking Yes. Two. Take it back to Marcus Thibbring's laboratory. Yeah. So we just found this small creature here. We don't know what it is. <laughs> this salmon. We'll just leave it with you. Yeah. It's a salmon. <laughs> well, let's get to that in a bit. Let's make a decision about what we're doing. How big is it? Yeah, I think it's huge. Feet. Well, I'm the tentacles sorry. or whatever, but I think it's a huge creature. It's not gargantuan. Right. Okay. It would be something like a duck or something. Or we could just attack it to try and do damage on it. It'll probably have shit loads of hit points. Yeah. I, I think just ignoring it's fine. Work out what we want to find and then move on. Well, should we zip up and have a look upstairs then? Sure. Okay, thinking, so then we have to get past it on the way back. Okay, so Mike, I'm going to fly towards, till I can see it, Mike, forward. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to cast Polymorph on it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Big moment. What is the save? It's Wisdom. Oh, great. <laughs> but that was Wisdom bonus. It oh, makes that save. <laughs> That's frustrating. 19. But if it was able to have a reaction, it would go... <laughs> it would be dancing. Okay, well, that's a, yeah, well, a bit... And then I'll fly back to... Well, <laughs> I wonder. I'll fly back to... Wow. Well. You flying back to... Wow. Well? 
Oh no, I will just fly back. Fly yeah. down. Back to where? Back into. I'll fly back, back into the chamber reality. where Uncle Buggy is. Yeah. Okay. Chambre. Parker. One fifteen. Parker, you're standing on the edge Ooh, of the cliff, frustrating. Down at this thing. Looking forward to making it a salmon. Are any of the tentacles in range? Let's say yes. The one that was originally a f- trying to attack Burple, <coughs> since it's not been able to take a reaction or an action. It's sort of there, close enough for you to miss. Actually, let me, I'm just... Um, <sighs> on, this is like almost introspective uh, combat. Yeah. No, actually, I, I do. I'm gonna cut I was wondering about maybe... No, uh, just do some damage on it. Yes. Yeah, yeah but no, but... I mean, just get on with it. I'm just wondering whether but to do shatter on well. it or to attack it with the sword. Mm-hmm. Eternal monologue. Do I think it makes a difference actually doing damage on the tentacles or doing damage on the sort of body? Anybody, anybody Give me got some ideas? an intelligence check. Oh dear. <laughs> Fine. Oh, you no. don't know. No, I don't. <laughs> Minus one on intelligence. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing. Just standing there looking over the edge of this cliff. Yeah. Um, mm. I don't know. What should I do? I don't know. Okay. Um, jump down and hit it. No, I don't need to jump down and hit it. I don't want to get entangled in the tentacles. I will just attack the tentacle. Armor class 24 is a hit on the tentacle. Eight points of damage plus nine points of flame or whatever the shadow effect of the flame damage is. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. Okay. attack. 13, is that a hit? It's a miss. It's a miss. The third attack. Uh, it's also as a 16 is a miss 16 is a miss again and finally <laughs> another miss another God, miss just rolling really very much that was really really good 17 points of damage though seems to have chipped away at the tendril but not you know severed it or destroyed yeah. it uncle buggy on 14 uncle buggy right I'm going to run as a bone um, as a burn as a burn um, as a burn um, <laughs> I'll click my heels together to activate the boots as a burn um, uh, as a bonus action then I'm going to shoot a guiding bolt at it which is not a concentration spell so I can do it at the same time as concentrating on this spell I'll do it as a so you're sort of leaning over the cliff yeah well I, I mean as soon as I can see it yes yeah you can see it from the edge but you can't see yeah yeah. Yep. Um, I'll do it as a third level spell. So do I save or do you roll to hit? Range spell attack, 16. I'm afraid that misses. Shit. And then I'll move back to where I was before, behind the corner. Burple on 12. Spell. Burple is going to cast Fly on himself. Just a regular common or garden fly. Well, it comes from my swords, but... Oh, okay, that one. Flying speed of 60. I move up behind Parker. Fine. Out of sight of it. And it's it. Rolling a d10. It does nothing again in its turn, but gets to make another saving throw, rolling a... What was the DC, Burple? 15. Mm -hmm. Okay. And on we go to sessions on 18. Hmm. For the benefit of the readers i rolled a 12 that saving throw i mean you know dc 15 catch at number 12 please yeah it's annoying you rolled that on is that save not the one that i did uh 12 is it enough is it not enough no okay i will dart into the corridor far enough that i can see it then i will do toll the dead on it and then i'll fly back to where i currently am located does it make a save wisdom, wisdom save. dc 17 it fails that save. It's wounded, is it? It is. 19 points of damage. As is so often the case. Done a little bit of damage on it. Little it's chink. An yeah. enormous, huge, hit point great, stump. enormous yeah. hit point sump. And therefore, you don't know whether or not you've really moved the... Uh, needle. No, I, needle. Would think, I would guess not, but you know. Parker on 15. It's right there, Parker. It's, so it's 35 feet down, did you say? The pool is 40 foot deep. It's big. It's about 10 or 15 feet in terms of bulk. Yeah. 
And the part water basically parted water right down to the floor of the lake. The whole lake is empty. All right. I will go down and I will go up to it and I will attack right, it. Right, you're running down across the, the body. bed of the lake. Yeah. It's very squidgly, this uh, slime stuff. It's squidgling yeah. between your toes, Parker. Oh, hitting armor class. Ten. ten on the body. There's a, there's a miss. There's a miss. There's a miss. Where are these rolls going? Ah, oh, that's better. That's 26. So that's 15 points of damage. Yep. And then... Thump. Thump. It looks thump. like it's got... Oh, that's a one. Oh, it's a one. Would you like to gumble? No. Uh, fuck yeah. Uh, 15 sure? points of damage. Come all this way, family of the audience. No. Okay. That's the end of your attacks, Parker. Would you like to keep moving? Um, are you staying where you are? No, I'm staying where I am. Because I can't... Right I've got enough to movement it, no. up okay. to the top. On 14, it's Uncle Buggy. Can't really do much damage, but I'll move back up to the lip of the... Yep, looking down at it. Yep. Thingy. I'm going to do another guiding bolt. A first level spell now. I'm rolling this and adding seven. Oh, God, I keep 25. Stunning strike. 25 is a hit. A radiant damage. Oh. 11 point radiant damage. Yep, that radiant damage seems to have I been think a little bit big. more than you're expecting. Yeah. Doesn't like radiant. Didn't like that. Sort Great. of. It recoils the next a little. Attack roll uh, made against it before the end of my next turn has advantage. Thanks well, that might be an attack made by Burple on 12. This thing is how tall? 15 foot tall? It's a 15 foot lump. Spirit Guardians does radiant damage. So it's 20 foot down from where I am. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, Sandra could use the. It depends on how specific you want to be, but it's. So it's 30, 30 feet. feet if you're standing on the edge of the precipice looking down. It's 30 feet down to the top of it. And what would you like to do? Where is the hole in the ceiling? It's basically almost directly above the kind of back quadrant of it. And how high is the ceiling from where I am? 60 feet. 60 feet from, from the, where I am. From the apron of rock, yes. It's a dome so ceiling. The zenith of the ceiling is at 60 feet. I could go along till I'm 30 foot away from it, so directly above it. Right fire some lightning at it from my sword yes and then yes. ascend up towards the hole got it right do you need to make a roll or is it a saving throw what's it's the deal it's a saving throw these are from my swords dexterity save DC 14 dexterity save it rolls a three I think we can all agree that that's, that's unlikely to have saved to be very good so it takes 66 lightning damage hit me 25 points of lightning damage. Got it. Uh, okay. Yep. And I can ascend 30 feet that way. That way? Up. Near the aperture, but not into the aperture. Yeah. Fine. On 25, it is Sandy. Sandy. Sandra. Oh, Sandy. Being controlled this turn by Dan. Oh, well, Sandy will run up the corridor. You have yep. an advantage on your attack. Which means and then you jump off the edge onto the top of it. <laughs> no, not really. We'll, we'll move up to the edge there, five, and we'll shoot it. Yes. I don't know what I'm rolling at. What? Plus? Plus nine, I think. Plus nine. Plus nine. Hitting armor class 21. Is a hit. Doing how much damage? 1d8 plus five plus 76. Wowzers. Seven and how many d6? Seven d6. Don't roll them one at a time, please. Oh no. Seven, eleven, thirteen. <laughs> he is rolling them <laughs> one so at a time. Combat in the history one of combat. Uh, is thirty-two points of damage. Okay, that is Sandy standing at the edge of the cliff. Purple's oh, she's got some moves, so she'll oh. move back. No, she will. Yeah, she'll move back a bit. Back into the corridor. <laughs> I don't know what our speed is. It's it. It gets to attack. It's going to attack Parker. I mean, it's mm. the dumb thing. So it's saved. It's saved. First of all, it attacks with its tentacles. First tentacle hits armor class 14. That's a miss. Yeah. Second one hits armor class 20. Is a miss. And then the third one, it can only attack with three at a time. <gasps> oh, it's a 20. It's armor class 28. Uh, let's just see if it gets to roll a critical card. It rolls a 17. Hits armor class 25. <laughs> Does get to roll a critical card. What even was that noise, Joe? 
Anyway, little interlude. Oh, triple damage. Oh, yeah, triple damage. But that's all we really need to know. With a tentacle, it does this tripled. 32. It does 96. Oh my god. It does 103 points of damage. What? What? From one tentacle. From one tentacle. Well, I'm on one hit point. And, Parker, you are grappled and restrained. And now it's got quite its piggy little predatory eye fixes on you. It's giant moor opens it bears down on you and we will find out oh, oh fuck it if this is Parker's last moment in the giant chomping moor of the horrible tentacle how many hit points you got one. one hit point one hit or will yeah, Parker live to fight endurance. another day when we pick things up next week so you've used your relentless endurance have you it is yeah, 107 so if I to much reduced to zero then I'm on one hit point that's relentless endurance how many hit points do you have 87 87 yeah the billowing hilltop podcast is a billowing hilltop production Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Spire of Long Shadows and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. The Spire of Long Shadows was written by Jesse Decker. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirens game. All other original material is copyright Bellowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 